Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. No, I'll run this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 7.07, seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. The gang, indeed, all here today. Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Uh, Low T tonight is screening your calls. Low T. I think, should we call him Low T or Half Day? (laughs) Why why, why do you call me Half Day? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Just... It's cute that you two think that I don't do anything. All no, I did, I'm not because I don't anything. show because I'm... I don't need to show up for a pre-recorded He's just laughing. show. He's just laughing. I'm just laughing. Yeah, no, uh, that no, I need no, to go. Uh, no, 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 it's fine. No, no you guys here. think it's cute that I only no. work a half day because <laughs> I don't have to show up for pre-recorded. It's listen. I it's used... like our Fridays when no. none of us show up. I'm, except I'm not, Andrew. I'm not. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not going to let you go with this. No, I'm not. Uh, it's jealousy. What it is? I remember I used to. It's not jealousy. You act like I'm not working. No, no. I used to work a half day. I used to go I'm not working a half day. Back in kindergarten, I went to morning kindergarten. <laughs> this is not what we're doing. I, went to, I don't work half there was, days. There was morning kindergarten and You're there was funny. afternoon kindergarten. This is hilarious. And I I'm had a guy who takes every Friday off. Did you have that you long? You take Gordon? every Friday off. You work four days a week. No, 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 no. <laughs> you work four days a week. Did they split kindergarten four days in, in a two week. shifts? No. A, I, I work four five days, days a week. week. <laughs> four days a week and four hours on a Four and a half. When you were four and a half days. Uh, uh, seriously, a, a, a serious oh, no, this note. Isn't serious. When you when you were a kid, <laughs> did they crap. have did they have two shifts for kindergarten, like morning kindergarten and afternoon kindergarten? How the hell would I know? You were in kindergarten. No, I don't remember. I don't either. I think so, it was a full day. Oh, see, I had morning kindergarten. In Mexico, they have a full day. They have a full day. They have to catch up. <laughs> yes, there you go. All right, so me, Loti, and uh, me, Longoria, and Half Day here with you till uh, seven. We got a great show in front of you. Johnny Kilbasa with the fast food. <laughs> Chuck's so heated. He's so heated. No, you're such a jerk. Um, we got a, a bunch of good stuff, including the uh, cupcake caker of tw- uh, caper of 2018. But Ooh. much like yesterday, we we went back to yesterday. We're going to do that again today. Today is the 25th anniversary of the blizzard of 1993. Now, I moved to Atlanta in August of 96, so I wasn't here. Chuck was in Montana in 93. Where there's blizzards all the time. Where there's blizzards all the time, exactly. <laughs> Longoria was uh, crossing the Rio Grande. Yes, so you weren't here. No. But if you talk to longtime Atlantans, true Atlantans, um, natives, this, this is a storm that sticks out in their minds. You know, every time we do storm coverage here, we get calls, well, it was nothing like 93. Is this like the storm again we had a couple years ago? Because that's all I experienced was the first year here when it shut down. That was more of an ice situation. This okay. this was a true, uh, a true legit blizzard. Uh, joining us live from uh, the Severe Weather Center, although it's not severe today. It's nice and nice and calm today. WSB meteorologist Kirk Mellish. Kirk, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, buddy? Hey, I'm doing well, folks. Hello, everybody. Thanks for uh, staying up late to join the uh, Mark Aram crew tonight. Um, the blizzard of 93. It's, it's, it's legendary at this point, 25th anniversary. Uh, what do you remember of that, uh, that weather event? There are a couple of things that I remember so clearly about it. And uh, it, it, it's so funny to, to listen to you folks. You know, uh, I, I'm i in my upper 50s to give a temperature range. Yeah, uh, that's, type, a, that's uh, a nice type temperature. Age. And uh, I, I'm, I came to Atlanta in, uh, in July of 1987. So wow. I was uh, firmly entrenched here, uh, not only as a forecaster, but as a resident. So, you know, I was used to spring weather in uh, in march yeah. back in those days uh 
it it warmed up really quickly in uh, in March, and uh, you know we quickly moved uh, from uh, winter into uh, shorts weather uh, back then. Normally, in most years, and so there are a number of things that I remember uh, about that. And uh, one is, and and we might circle back to the, this if uh, if there's time, is that. Uh, you know, the way technology has advanced so rapidly, not only uh, for our personal lives in terms of computers and, and the Internet and everything, but uh, that's been reflected in weather forecasting back then. Now, today, there are seven to eight dozen different types of computer models that we can look at. Back then, there were two. Wow. So as a forecaster, I'm looking at something called the spectral model, and something fancy called the QPLFM2, the Quantitative Precipitation Limited Area Fine Mesh Model Second Generation. Just a couple of little printed maps that came off like an, an old-timey fax machine, really slow and Well, it was old school. Stuff. I mean, this is pre-internet. This is, you yeah, know, exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's all we had. And it was black and white little charts and none of this fancy stuff you see on TV today. So, uh, again, we'll, we'll, we might circle back, back to those simple times. Yeah. But what I most remember uh, is that as a forecaster, I'm predicting this thing. I was one of the first to actually say, I think we're going to not just get snow here in Atlanta in March, what? But that it's going to be a blizzard. So I'm on the air saying this for two days. Um, and then, of course. If my, if know, my you, research you, is correct, uh, Kirk, the, the, the 13th of March was a Saturday. So you're doing the forecast leading up to the weekend when, exactly. when the blizzard actually hits. Exactly. This is a Friday heading into the weekend. So that's the prediction. So you're on the air all, you know, for several days running saying blizzard coming <laughs> yeah. to Atlanta. In, in March, March. In March. Are yeah. you nuts? I thought I was nuts <laughs> saying it, but I couldn't help seeing what I thought I saw on the map. Yeah. So I go to bed that night, that Friday night. Uh, you know, you start uh, the end, you end the afternoon drive time. It's still dry, but it's cloudy. The rain moves in at night. So, okay, it's rain. It was supposed to start as rain and then change over. But I wake up, uh, you know, frankly, to take a pee in the, in the wee <laughs> hours of that Saturday morning. No pun intended. I don't, <laughs> I don't know, maybe 3 a.m., something like that. And I look outside, and it's still raining. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, uh, the I egg on my one. face. I goofed on this one, and yeah. I, and I, and I, go to, I go back to bed angry and sad and embarrassed and humiliated and, and so forth. Well, then a number of hours later, I, I, I wake up, and just like a school kid back in the days in Chicago when I was a little kid, even with the drapes closed and the blinds closed, you wake up, and it's super extra bright. And you knew what that meant. So I leap out of bed, <laughs> lift the blind, and sure enough, it's Snowmageddon. And I'm I'm dancing around the house. I'm not an idiot. Yeah, I'm not I an it. idiot. Woohoo! <laughs> I nailed it. We're talking to WSB meteorologist Kirk Mellish. 25th anniversary today of the blizzard of 93. Uh, paint a picture for me, Kirk, because I wasn't here. Snowfall totals. What 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 fell on the ground in, in Atlanta, the suburbs, and North Georgia? Do you remember? Now, here's the fascinating thing. Everybody knows the blizzard of March 1993 uh, mm -hmm. in Atlanta. Officially? Officially, that goes down in the record books for Atlanta as a four-inch snowstorm, wow. 4.2 at Hartsfield. But the thing called the gradient, the snowfall gradient, happens all the time, mm -hmm. and we can't predict it's going to be four inches at Hartsfield, almost nothing a few miles south of that. But just north of that, uh, Marietta, Kennesaw, in my backyard, we're talking a foot or more all the way up to 30 inches in the uh, in an area from, say, Rome to uh, Clayton County, 30 inches, 10-foot drifts in, north, in the rest of North Georgia, 65-mile-an-hour wow. winds. Oh, my gosh, it's basically a snow hurricane. I guess it was good that it happened on a Saturday because we didn't have to worry about the, you know, people driving to work and everything. But how long did, how long did that last? I mean, did it, did it warm up once the, the blizzard passed and 
there was severe, you know, some serious melting. It, it was going on. very, very cold behind that because, of course, it uh, it was a full, full blown nor'easter mm-hmm. only from here all the way up to New England, and so yes, it got very cold behind that. Lasted several days. Uh, it it took a, a solid, you know, five seven days uh, before some places, uh, even in the northern suburbs and certainly in the mountains, uh, could get around again. A full seven days. Wow, that's that's remarkable. Talking to Kirk Mellish, uh, WSB meteorologist, was on the air live back in '93 uh, as as he covered the uh, blizzard of '93. Was the, was the Atlanta's morning news a thing then? It was right. That was Scott Slade still doing the morning news then. Uh, let's see. You know what? I can't. I can't even remember. It, it probably was Slade. Didn't it start um, but, in the, but the there's some sort storm, of for, right? uh, formal, you know, morning news show yeah. back then. Yes. And so at at that point, are, are you able to even to come into work and, and do forecasting on Monday or? Uh, no, absolutely not. No. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did that weekend uh, uh, from home mm-hmm. uh, using, you know, the kind of equipment that that I still use to this day to yeah. broadcast in off hours, weekends and so forth. Sure. And one of the funny things uh, about that and an embarrassing thing, and I think this is the first time, Mark, this has ever been revealed Ooh. to uh, the Atlanta audience. Uh, I had just moved in to my the first house I've ever owned, still the the one I'm I'm living in today, mm-hmm. up in Kennesaw. I had moved from an apartment in uh, in Smyrna near Cumberland Mall. I had just moved into this house, but uh, maybe a week or so before, got the equipment working, so I'm I'm able to forecast from home. But uh, because I'm I'm a goofball for what whatever reason, uh, in between broadcasting, uh, I went out into the the, the garage for something. Um, not knowing that uh, the uh, the the door could lock behind you, oh, ended no. up locked outside of my house <laughs> in this blizzard, needing to broadcast. Um, so what did you do? Um, because I was uh, you know broadcasting from home, and this was a Saturday morning, I wasn't particularly dressed well. <laughs> um, I was in pajamas, yes, and, and a robe. Uh-huh. But was and I think I had slippers on. I had to run down the street. Now this is not a fully developed neighborhood because, like I said, it was yeah. brand new. Uh, it was a couple of, uh, a house here, a house there. I had to run through this blizzard in barely anything up to the uh, the construction manager of the unit to try to to see if he could help me with his master key get back into my house. Uh, he couldn't do so because I had already used my key in in the doors of the house. So I was locked out. Uh, I was forced to use a uh, a piece of firewood that I had outside to bash in a window to break into my I was my about to say, you got to bust the window house. at that point, Mellish. Yeah. You got to do that. What an amazing... Hey, can you hang out one more segment? Sure. All right. WSB meteorologist Kirk Mellish, 25 years ago today... It was the blizzard of 93 here in Metro Atlanta, up to 30 inches of snow in North Georgia. We'll take your calls uh, about uh, this special storm. We'll talk to Kirk uh, going back uh, to yesteryear on the Mark Aram Show. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 725, 50 degrees on Peachtree Street. Rest in peace, Craig Mack, by the way, died at the age of 46. We'll talk about that in a little bit. The Craig Mack of Atlanta weather is Kirk Mellish. He joins us live from the Storm Center, reminiscing about the blizzard of 1993. Uh, Kirk, we don't have much time here in the pantheon of weather events, weather events that you've covered uh, since 1987 here in Atlanta. The blizzard of, of 93 ranks where in, 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 in your estimation? It, it really has to be number one for its uh, total extent, uh, for uh, the amount of snow, uh, the overall impact, the length of impact. And yet, uh, the, the more recent uh, 2000 events uh, with so much li- uh, less snow mm-hmm. uh, because of the impact of the timing and uh, the fact that people ignored the forecast and went to work and school as, as normal, the impact of those in uh, in some ways, of course, especially because we were just talking about how this was a, a big uh, Saturday event, uh, the more recent events uh, are actually bigger in terms of 
actual impact uh, on people's lives. Magnitude of weather event itself, it's still the blizzard of 93. And and I would imagine, too, the, you know, the impact was greater because of the timing you mentioned in the recent ones. But also, I mean, there's, what, 3 million more people in Atlanta now, the metro area, than there were in 93? Yeah, very, very good point. Uh, much more uh, people not only in the immediate metro area, but in the uh, expanded area of what people consider uh, to be Atlanta, which in some cases is practically to Chattanooga. Do me a favor. No more March blizzards. I'm all right with a blizzard. You give me a blizzard in, in January, February, December. I'm okay with that. that- yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting to that point where I'm already <laughs> over just this, these frosty temperatures in March. And it's like, okay, we've, we've done winter. Uh, bring on summer. <laughs> yeah, that would ima- imagine waking up today, Longoria, and there's a foot of snow outside. Yeah, like, can you imagine crazy. what it must have felt like 25 years ago in, the, in mid-March and you, there's a <laughs> foot of snow outside? And you look outside your window, and there's Mellish in a robe running down the street. <laughs> That's not going to help anybody's march. Exactly. That will uh. not. Uh, that will not warm things up. <laughs> Kirk, always a pleasure. Uh, you're the best in the business. There's no question about it. Uh, you can hear Kirk, of course, 24 seven, and uh, tomorrow morning, uh, every six minutes with Scott Slade on Atlanta's Morning News. Have Appreciate a good night, it, brother. Folks. There it is, Kirk Mellish. Uh, channel uh, WSB's radio's full time, the only full time radio meteorologist. Uh, in Atlanta, which is, that's saying a lot. We don't outsource this stuff. We got Kirk Mellish. With, since 87. What did he start when he was Dang. four? I know. I think I was four in 87. Yeah, I, was, I was close <laughs> to that. Chuck was working a half day in 87. That's how long ago it was. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Your memories of the Blizzard of 93 when we come back. 404-872-0750 on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is... The Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Rosie Perez, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 737, 23 in front of 8 o'clock. Mark Aram at your beck and call till 9 in the p.m. Monday through Friday on WSB. Everybody on board, Longoria, half day, and myself with you till 9 in the p.m. Next half hour, Johnny Kilvasa with a fast food review. we got to talk about the great cupcake caper uh, that went down here at WSB Radio. But we're, we're going back to yesteryear again, two days in a row. 25 years ago today, the blizzard of 93 up to 30 inches in North Georgia mountains. Imagine a March blizzard in Atlanta that dropped a foot of snow in, in the suburbs and 30 inches up north. I remember this this blizzard. I was in college in 93. I was in New York, and this blizzard did impact. I mean, we got snow up there, but it was, you know, we're used to it. And I don't think we got anywhere near 30 inches. I remember being in college and being like, oh, March snowstorm, this is interesting. But the one I do remember was in 96, uh, when I was a senior in college, and I was living in a subterranean apartment. Do you know what that is? You know, underground? Yeah, yeah like a basement like apartment. Basement, yeah. So the, I didn't really have windows. I had like six-inch windows in my uh, bedroom at the top of the wall. And uh, my door pushed, my front door didn't pull in. It pushed out. Like if you were leaving the house, you pushed the door out. And we got, I don't know, 18 inches of snow. And the snow plows plowed the streets and it went all the way down to my walkway into my subterranean basement. So the whole walkway was filled, <laughs> yeah. and my door pushes out, so I couldn't open my door, and the windows are like six inches wide. I, could, I was stuck in my house with no food, no cell phone, nothing. And that was when I was like, that was March of 96, no, I don't know, February 96 maybe. And I was like, I'm moving to Atlanta. That was, <laughs> that was the deciding factor. Really? I always thought about moving here, but that was it. I was like, I am not getting trapped in my house with a snow. How long were you there? In my house? Yeah, trapped. <sighs> you can just walk upstairs? No. The, like, the, the only way to get to the stairs, it was like a basement apartment. Oh, okay. And the only stairs were out was my front there door. Was, there, there weren't any internal stairs, I guess. No. Okay. So, um, probably 17 days. Dang, no, I'm just kidding. I was, like, what, I was like, there's no <laughs> way. <laughs> no, it was, uh, I don't know. It was, it was 
my memory failed. Seventeen failed hours. Probably. It was a long time with no food <laughs> yeah. and no power, and it was yeah, it was a it poor was, planning on your awful. part. Uh, so your your recollections of the blizzard of ninety three four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB talk. Linda joins us in Marietta. Linda, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hi, thanks, Mark. Hey, Linda. Uh, I remember ninety three. I called it the white tornado. Okay. Because the wind blew and the snow fell for 24 hours. I mean, there's no comparison to the one we had a couple of years ago, even though it was bad timing. But the snow in my patio was waist high. How so, freaked out were you in March to, to see that much snow? I mean, again, January, you can kind of understand it maybe, but a mid-March blizzard like that must have been incomprehensible. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, it was really kind of scary, too, but... Uh, I worked at a university, and that was finals week, and they had to cancel finals. Oh, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. I can't imagine. I mean, because this was, this was 93, and, and say what you will about our preparedness now. I mean, granted, we were caught off guard uh, during snow again a couple years ago, but I'm sure there was very little snow removal equipment in, in all of North Georgia back in 1993. No, and, as, sure. and as Mellish said, it was still cold behind that. So a good week to get rid of... Uh, get rid of the snow uh, accumulation. Eric's in Atlanta. Eric, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks for having me. What's up, buddy? I was uh, also in college. Uh, I did have to go to work today, that day. Oh, really? What that, were you doing? I, I was waiting tables. Okay. And I called. I lived in. Uh, I lived over near Georgia Tech at an uh, apartment complex called DeForest Creek, and it was it's super hilly over there. So even if I could get out of my apartment parking lot, I wasn't going to make it up and down Collier to get all the way over to North Lake. Now, which to, which to apartment complex is DeForest Creek? It was DeForest Creek. It's right off of DeFore, uh, DeForest Ferry Road. So okay. at the top of Collier, you turn right on DeForest. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. It's up over there. What restaurant so were you called, working at? Chili's. I called it, called <laughs> in, and they said that they were open. I told the manager, um, I can't get there. Yeah. She said, we're open. I said, I'm not coming. So I was, I, I was convinced I was going to get fired. For sure. Yeah. Well, I can't imagine that would be open. Twelve inches of snow, but I guess Chili's—they just soldier on. I don't know how they. I guess somebody showed up that morning, and uh, they just they they went with whoever they whoever yeah. they had there. But I mean, but I mean what customers are going to show up there? I mean, the the baby back ribs are great and all, but I'm not going through twelve inches of snow for yeah for no. Chili's ribs. No offense to Chili's. I'm not going well, for had, any ribs. Yeah, they they had they had power, and a lot of place a lot of a lot of places didn't. Yeah. So uh, that, there's to, a story. Chuck, uh, check on this. Uh, this might be urban urban myth. I think it was either the blizzard of '93 or '82. One of these two. Apparently, so the original Longhorn restaurant, the first ever Longhorn restaurant, was on Peachtree Street. You know where Benihana is right now. If you're going toward Buckhead, Benihana yeah, yeah, is on yeah, yeah, the right. Yeah. Right next to that was the the first ever Longhorn Steak, and it opened up, and it wasn't doing well. And one of these blizzards hit. It was either 82 or 93, probably 82, and it was the only restaurant open. And so that's how they stayed in business. Like, people flocked to that, and they're like, oh, this is good stuff. And that's how the Longhorn Empire started. Hmm. Might be urban, urban yeah, myth. I might be exaggerating like a little bit, yeah. but I think there's a, someone could back me up on that. I think it was probably the Blizzard of 82, though. 404 Longhorn Steakhouse? Yeah. Okay. A Longhorn Steakhouse Origins. I think it was kept alive. Like, they were struggling because there was never everything, anything like a, you know, like a mid-range steak place Right, like right. It was either steak and ale. Or high-end. Or yeah. high-end, yeah. But I, th- I remember hearing that story a bunch of times. Pamela's in Loganville. Pamela, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. I just remember I'd only lived here for like three months. I moved up from Savannah. My roommate and I never had groceries in the house, and we said, oh, we're, we'll go to the grocery store the next morning. That was that Saturday morning. We had one egg in the house, <laughs> and when my roommate got up, she just started screaming. I'm like, what is wrong? She said, look out the window, look out the window, and it was like, oh, my God, and luckily, luckily, she had a friend that had a truck with big wheels, and he came and got us and took us to the grocery store because we have one egg. I was about egg. to say, who did you split that one egg, or did you eat it first? Or we were just, No, we were just so excited about the snow because we're, we're from Savannah. Yeah. So we were just so excited, but I'll never forget it. And I just can't believe it's been 25 years. Isn't that unbelievable? Unbelievable. Yeah, 25 years. We're, we're all getting old, Longoria. And they didn't have Uber Eats back then They either. did not just have Uber Eats. No. Your lazy Rob's in Marietta. Rob, what's up, buddy? 
Hey, how's it going, guys? Thanks for having me on. What's what's going on? What do you remember about the blizzard of '93? Kid you not, I was eight years old. I remember sitting in my parents' living room. It was me and my brother sitting there with my grandparents over the weekend, and uh, heard Kirk, Kirk Nolish came on came on the radio. I remember sitting there and they're listening to them, and we were getting all excited, like snow's coming, snow's coming. And uh, yeah, we did not know what to expect when that came in. It hit uh, <laughs> pretty hard. Well, it, and it's funny. And, uh, uh, Mellish mentioned that he woke up that early that morning, and uh, and it was raining, and he was freaking out. Glenn Burns from Channel Two Action News yeah. had a similar recollection. We'll hear it in a second. Chuck, go ahead. Uh, it is confirmed um, that uh, eighty-two snowstorm. Uh, there so it was, was a, the blizzard of eighty-two. Yes, it was a blizzard of eighty-two. Actually, I have to say this: the first uh, original location. Used to be a uh, adult entertainment store. No kidding. Yes, that, that right. helped with some of the decor. <laughs> yes, there was a bar across the street called Harrison's that had a very limited menu, so people used to go for Longhorns. Then in '82, it shut everything down, and it was the only place to go. Yeah. And that's what was it? Started. George McCarrow? Did he own that? Was that George McCarrow's joint? Wait, oh, what the the Longhorn, not the adult entertainment oh, okay. place. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> no, it says uh, who owned it. Yeah, uh, George McCarroll. Yep. Yeah, 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 Junior. So, like, apparently, again, I this is I'm retelling stories I've heard millions of times, but it was I guess it was struggling, um, and then it then that snowstorm kicked it off. And now for uh, dollar drinks, that helped. Yeah, well, that'll always help. Yeah. Uh, Bill joins us next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Bill. Hey, how you doing, bud? What's going on, man? Oh, I remember that storm because st- I still get ribbons from it. I. uh Ordered a brand new Harley in '93. Okay. And back then, you had to wait six months to get the bike. Yeah, the back order, sure. Yeah, I got that bike in on a Monday. They unpacked it. I picked it up on a Wednesday. We had planned to take a trip up in the mountains. Guess what? <laughs> I thought Mellish was crazy. I never saw so much snow. I'm originally from New Jersey, so when it snowed down here, you got four inches if you were lucky. Yeah. It was just crazy. So did you I, get stranded? My, did you get stranded on your bike? or No, I took the bike home, and I, we were leaving. I took a week vacation. We were taking off on the bike for a week. There you go. All right. But that, that's even more. I mean, you get a new motorcycle, and you get it out on the road, and you have to, you're have stuck for a week. You can't even. I'm stuck for a week with yeah. vacation, and no That's like I remember getting uh, my first bike uh, for Hanukkah when I was a kid, and the same thing happened. Blizzard massive snowstorm so i had this brand new bike and i could not take it out and drive it it was torture it's like come on finally got a bike and i can't go out frank's up next on the mark aram show hello frankie hey how you doing thanks for taking my call my pleasure buddy Uh, currently a truck driver passing through atlanta but i live up in chattanooga right on the state line of the tennessee georgia where i-75 goes through yes sir and at that time i was working emergency services and the day before was like 65 degrees, and up that way, they were calling for just a slight chance of snow that night. And we wake up Saturday morning, we got 22 inches on the ground at the fire department. 22 and, inches? Yeah, 22 inches on the ground. Oh, my goodness. So we were okay, and then it started, uh, like all the truckers, on the, everybody got stranded on the freeway. We yeah. had to call in the National Guard to help us. We plucked people from Tennessee. We went all the way as far down as Dalton, Georgia, on the freeway, plucking people out of their cars, Yeah, uh, taking them to wherever Red Cross had uh, set up shelters at. Um, the worst part about it was is a lot of places up there in the North Georgia, up along 75, Dalton and up, is, is a lot rural at that time. And people were running out of kerosene, and they were calling 911, wanting us to bring them kerosene, which we couldn't do that. We were handling emergency calls. And then the people figured out if they started calling and saying, well, I'm having chest pains or oh, having a heart attack. That's dirty. That, that's an automatic priority <laughs> for an ambulance and for uh, a response. So they would, they would fake a ha- uh, heart attack just to get some kerosene. That's, that's bad karma. Don't do that, Longoria. Don't do that half day. Don't do that. (laughs) Ray's in Johns Creek. Ray, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. Full disclosure, I'm the one who works for Fulton County. Okay. (laughs) I had a chance to meet you and your whole team, but um, it just made me call in because you mentioned what prompted you to move to Atlanta. And I was living in Rochester, New York, 
1999, and the previous caller just said we had tw- 20, we had 22 inches here uh. in Georgia. We had 22 inches in Rochester, and I don't know about you or your family, but we had a plow service to plow our driveway um, at any time it snowed. Exactly. And so it was like lawn service. Um, but I got mad at the plow service because they didn't come early enough so that my husband and I could get to work. So canceled them a week later we get 22 inches in 10 hours and you have no one to, to shovel or or uh, plow your driveway that's a thing my dad my parents still have a guy they've been using him for 20 years plows there every time it snows he comes over all right we'll come back with more of your calls remembering the blizzard of 93 404-872-0750 1-800-WSP talk on at twitter and instagram at mark aram rest in peace craig mack this is the mark aram show Twenty-five years ago today, blanketed with snow across Metro Atlanta, the blizzard of '93. What do you recall from that historic weather event? David joins us in Tucker. David, welcome to the program. How are you, brother? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Excellent. What's on your mind? <laughs> I had so much fun back in that blizzard of 93. I had a beat-up old Chevrolet truck, and I was working for my dad at the time, and I went and got a whole bunch of bags of sackcrete and just threw it all in the back of the truck to anywhere I want. Man, I had a ball watching people wipe out. <laughs> were you the only one out on the road, or were, there, were I mean, did people venture out? No, I, was, I wasn't the only one out on the road. There were a lot of other people out on the road. But here I am in a beautiful Chevy truck going anywhere I want to go, watching people with four-wheel drives lose it. Yeah. I, I, uh, I've i driven in deep snow. I don't think 22 inches, though. When I was in college, I had a four-wheel drive Jeep, uh, not Jeep, a uh, Blazer, Chevy Blazer. And I used to, um, for my side hustle, I would drive kids from the dorms to the bar for a buck apiece. Oh, nice. So you were the first Uber. Yeah, I truly was the first Uber. Think if you had a they did that, that in Mexico too when it rained they would they would <laughs> yeah. shuffle everybody for a dollar in the yeah. back of a truck like because the cabs wouldn't wouldn't run but I had four wheel drive and I would just pile up eight people in my blazer and it was only like a mile mile and a half away but that's no one impressive. wants to walk a mile and away and I, that's how I would make money back in the day that blazer that You're thing an entrepreneur I am an entrepreneur <laughs> uh, Caroline's up next on the Mark Aram show hello Caroline everybody clap your hands. Sorry, Caroline. Maybe next time. Uh, Kevin's in Noonan. Kevin, welcome to the show. Hey, good afternoon. What's up, buddy? I got two things. Uh, the Longhorn story, I went through orientation. I used to work for them. And that was how they started the whole orientation. Oh, so they embraced that that uh, story. Yeah, absolutely. I guess they were on the verge of closing down, like, you know, just days or weeks prior until yeah. that happened. That's that amazing. Kind of, uh, I used to go to that Longhorn a lot because it's right at the street from the station. And uh, they close it down. I don't. I think it's like an enterprise rental car place now, which is fine. I mean, rent cars, but that was a good little spot, the Longhorn right there on Peachtree. Yeah, it's great food there. The it other is. Thing was uh, as a result of that whole snowstorm, uh, one of their models was that they had to become more flexible. And uh, I think still to this day there is a Gumby uh, in every Longhorn restaurant. Ours was in the bar. That's amazing. Look at that. We just learned there's a Gumby in every Longhorn. Don't eat Gumby. Just eat the uh, New York Strip. When we come back, more of your thoughts and remembrances of the blizzard of 93. We're going to hear from Glenn Burns and Karen Mitten as well from Channel 2 Action News, the meteorologist upstairs. And your calls next. This is The Mark Aram Show. Hey there, this is Patrick Warburton, and you are listening to The Mark Aram Show. Who, by the way, stole my Jesus fish. No, I'll run this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome back to the show. And a good Tuesday. Is today Tuesday? Tuesday evening to you, Mark Aram here. You there. It's 808, blah, 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 Loti, Longo, and myself. We got a lot to talk about, so I'm going to get right into it. I should uh, mention, Chuck, that we are uh, watching the uh, key race. It's a key race alert in Pennsylvania for the uh, House seat um, right District now. District 18 or something like that? Yeah, House yeah. District 18. Um, so I know that's, that's important to a lot of folks about, you know, what— the kind of momentum's going into the midterms, blah, blah, blah. So we'll, we'll update. If I get any results on, 
I will update him. If not, uh, Mark Aylwine will have him through the overnight. And, of course, Scott's late tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News. This tiny village in western Pennsylvania, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> exactly right. The tiny village in western Pennsylvania, House District 18. Um, we're going to get back to the blizzard of 93 in a second. Jennifer Griffiths, anybody? All right, she's there. So real quick, um, yesterday, as I was coming into work, it, one of our coworkers' birthday was over the weekend, a big birthday. And I stopped to get um, cupcakes for this coworker. And this coworker um, can't eat gluten, has a gluten allergy, severe mm-hmm. gluten allergy. So I stopped at Piece of Cake um, on Collier Road, as we mentioned earlier, right around the corner from my house, which is very dangerous. They sell gluten free cupcakes. So I went in and bought a half dozen gluten free cupcakes for our coworker who was, uh, who celebrated a birthday this weekend. And I bought a dozen regular cupcakes for everyone else, you know, because it's a, it's a birthday. Everyone, you know, not everyone's going to want to eat a gluten-free cupcake. I get that. Right, right. Most people won't eat right, a gluten-free. Not, they have not only gluten-free, vegan gluten-free oh, cupcake. Oh, wow. So I get, I get a half dozen gluten-free for the birthday person and a dozen cupcakes for everyone else. I bring them in yesterday before the show. And I said, hey, happy birthday. Here's some gluten-free cupcakes. And here's a bunch of cupcakes for, you know, everyone else we can share, blah, blah, blah. The person didn't share the dozen cupcakes that I bought. The non-gluten-free ones, <laughs> they took all the cupcakes home. Wow! And it was it. I it didn't go. That didn't go as I'd planned. Right. Like I planned. Usually, when we have a birth, like if I bring in a birthday cake mm-hmm. for you, like yeah. your wife brought one, or yeah. we bought what a Montana one for Chuck. Yeah. We slice it up, and everyone in the newsroom has yeah. some, yeah. and traffic yeah. comes in, and this person brought all the cu- eighteen cupcakes home with them. And we in the newsroom were, were kind of befuddled. Joining us live uh, from the breaking news desk, Jennifer Griffey's. Jennifer, um, in, in your decades of newsroom <laughs> experience, have you ever seen anything like that yesterday? Not really. I was kind of stunned. I mean, I really was so excited to hurry up with that 7 o'clock newscast so that I could have one of those red velvet cupcakes. Right. And then I'm like, hey, I, where's no. where's the Dingledorf? Yeah, where's and Dingledorf? Then, you know, Dingledorf. oh, he's gone. I'm like, well, where are the cupcakes? Now, I, I get it. It was my gift to this person. So they can do whatever they want with it. But, like, Longoria, if I bring 18 cupcakes for your birthday, yeah, you're going to share them with coworkers, oh, yeah. right? I like, even shared the cake that my wife brought. Exactly. I mean, Chuck, I took some home. But Chuck might everybody. be the wrong one to ask. I bring yeah. you 18 no, cupcakes. Absolutely, yes. You would absolutely share them. Yeah. And, and this the person has been set. Especially the ones I can't eat. Edgar Tregit's <laughs> now joining us from the breaking news desk as well. Edgar, uh, you, you were witnessing this whole thing yesterday. Uh, were, you, were you stunned at the developments? Yes. <laughs> is Edgar in there? I don't know. All right. I thought Jennifer was pointing to Edgar. Oh, there you go. Get over to Jennifer's microphone, Edgar. Get up real close. Um, were, were you stunned by the developments? Here I am. Were you stunned by the developments yesterday? Well, I didn't know what was really happening initially uh, until a few minutes later. And I looked over, then Jennifer had a reaction, and, I, and, and this birthday person had left with the cupcakes, and I said, oh, I, I would have liked to have tried one, but okay. Uh, you were, like, when I come in with two boxes of cupcakes, you were expecting a cupcake, right? I mean... Yeah, I I, I, I kind of assume, yeah, I might get a chance to, you know, try yeah. one. Yeah, I'm a sweet tooth, so, so I, I, so I would have liked one. Jennifer had a good point. If I had brought in a whole cake, like just, you know, got a whole cake from Publix and brought it in for their birthday, do you think that person would have taken it home? A whole cake? No, I, they, th- I think that person would have. Well, maybe <laughs> well, <laughs> that person. Well, maybe, but is it any different that it was it was cupcakes and not a regular cake? You know no, what I'm I saying? Don't think so. No, that no. doesn't. I That's agree. not that doesn't hold. All right, I, I just I'll, coworker etiquette, I guess this is. It, what? How should I feel about this? Again, it, it was a gift to this person. They can do whatever they want with it, but we were all a little befuddled out here. And they're not here today. And they're not here today. It it should be kind of the unwritten rules of office, right? Yeah, and especially something as shareable as cupcakes. You know, you don't have to cut it. Here, take one. Here, take one. So I just want uh, the listeners' thoughts on that. Uh, On, on, you know, is that person in the wrong or is this a a non-issue? I don't know. But it was, I mean, we were all hankering for cupcakes yesterday. It's not a non-issue when you're starving to death and you know there are a bunch of uh, red velvet cupcakes in there and, and then the, the person kicker leaves. Is, the kicker is, this person can't eat 12 of the 18 cupcakes I brought Amen. in. Amen. Amen. Because there's gluten in them. Yeah. Maybe that's why that person's not here today. I guess so. <laughs> so I, a little karma. I just want listener reaction on that, uh, on, the, on the cupcake caper of 2018. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Todd joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Todd, welcome to the program. Hey, Mark. How y'all doing? What's up, brother? 
Well, first of all, I think that's really uncool with cupcakes. Yeah, I mean, we. I, I mean, it, listen, I, there was a gift, so I don't. You know, he right. could do what he want. They could do whatever they want, but I, I, well, I expected cupcakes to be distributed. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you bought it for everybody. You yeah. didn't just buy it for you. True. Good point. All right, Blizzard of ninety three. Anyway, great show. Love it. I hate it for Georgia, but I'm glad they're not playing basketball anymore. <laughs> so I'll be on more. Amen. I agree with you, brother. <laughs> But I've got an addition to the Longhorn story. Oh, please. Uh, the infamous um, writer for the Atlanta Journal. Oh, my gosh. Now I'm going to forget his name. Uh, uh, you got, the, sport, this. the sports oh, writer? Louis Grizzard. Yeah. Louis oh, Louis Grizzard, yes. He was at work that day, and he decided that that was the only place to eat, so he ordered for the whole office from them. Okay. Well, apparently, they were all just kind of sitting back playing cards, having some drinks, because they were like, you know, we're done in a week or so. And he went down and got all their food. Well, he ended up writing about it and thanking them in his column. And so that even progressed it more. Wow. That's an interesting yeah. side note. Yeah. that That's one. Uh, I've worked in the restaurants in Atlanta for a while, so I've kind of heard that in the circle. That's a know, that's but. a great urban, uh, urban lore. I love it. I, I, I yeah. truly do miss that original one, because that had character. Longhorn's a fine establishment. I've said many times, they have the best chicken fingers in the world, believe it or not. Chicken fingers of Longhorn are, to, to borrow a catchphrase, indescribably good. You wouldn't expect chicken fingers at a, a steak place. But the original one had such, uh, just a, a, I don't know, a feel to it. Because it's been there and, and had been, you know, through the ringer. And it was an adult entertainment store. And it was at once an adult entertainment store. Alan is in Jackson, not Alan Jackson. Welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Yeah, fine, man. I can, I can barely hear you, buddy. I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Yeah, you, you still. I'm going to put you on hold. Where you sound like you're in a, a ditch. Carol's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Carol, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. I was calling about in Setches, Georgia. We had 36 to 40 inches, and we were snowed in for 21 days. Oh my! In. And this was the blizzard of '93. 40 inches. Yes, and we were snowed in and couldn't get out for 21 days. What did you, uh, they finally what did you do? How did you, the, how did you survive? Well, I had food in my refrigerator. <laughs> Fortunately, I just, kept it, I just kept it all shut up and didn't open it unless I absolutely needed it. So back in 93, um, you you must have been really young, like six or seven, right? <laughs> I wish. I'd... No? <laughs> Not quite. Oh, no. so you were an adult then. So you, you had to be responsible for yourself. I was an adult. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, they finally called in the National Guard to go at it from house to house to check to make sure people were okay. We had no electricity during that time. Did you have a stove? Did, um, I mean, a wood stove to keep warm? I did have a wood stove, mm -hmm. and I cooked on top of the wood stove. <laughs> could you go? <laughs> could you go outside at all? Could you go outside? Oh yes, I went outside. I went outside, uh, and the kids played outside, mm -hmm. and uh, they had a good time. My eldest son, he had to hike over because we live in the mountains, so we had to hike up over. Uh, Abercrombie Mountain down to the fire department and uh, he hitched a ride then down to to his school. <laughs> so he didn't miss school for three weeks, but he would he have to climb the mountain and then hitch a ride. Right. What was, what was your husband Doolittle doing during this time? Uh, bringing in firewood. <laughs> yeah, just just chopping wood and making sure you guys stayed warm. That's in 40 inches, uh -huh. 21 days in such as Georgia. Carol, let that never happen again, huh? Right. I have a lot of uh, oil lamps, and I keep them full. Yeah, that's just smart. In case. <laughs> Where You don't live in such a city more, do you? Where do you live now? I do live in such Oh, excellent. I'm in such as now. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Well, God, that's a heck of a memory. Four, uh, 40 inches of snow truck. You ever had 40 inches in Montana? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. That's, I don't think I've ever. I've had two feet. That's the most I've ever seen. In, in That's 24 inches longer. I've never had. <laughs> well, thank I've, you I've that. never yeah, had 40 yeah. 
inches. Never figured that. That's uh, that's mind blowing. I guess. Um, Rich is in Swanee. Rich, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, sir? Everybody clap your Everybody hands. Everybody clap your hands. That's good. we got to keep this thing moving anyway. Uh, Michael's in Dunwoody. Michael, welcome to the show. Welcome. Hey, I got more on the Longhorn story. Oh, good, good. Let's go. So I don't know if it, it the one that happened with the snowstorm, but I do know I worked there, and they had a reunion. They took a picture. They did a marketing thing. It was free food while it snowed, and they were blowing artificial snow off the roof. <laughs> nice. 20, 20 years later, they were doing a, a reenactment or whatever, and they showed me a picture. And I said, wow, it'd be neat if you could find the people that own those cars. And they're like, we own those cars. We're going to make this picture again. Oh, every, my goodness. And they had everybody that worked there got off and they got to party in the location do you know why real quick real quick michael do you know why they closed the original location do you know why it's not there anymore um i don't know i think you know maybe mccarroll got out of it and just you know corporate probably not parking was a a, you know parking yeah parking was was crazy there for sure i I I sure do miss that i miss a lot of the old joints on peach tree used to have a lot of good dining options longoria just steps from the station we'll come back more of your calls we still have to hear from glenn burns karen mitten on the blizzard 93 and what about these cupcakes 404-872-0750 on twitter and instagram at mark aram this is the mark aram show Cupcake Snow and Kielbasa on the show right now, 404-872-0750. Roy joins us uh, on the program. Hello, Roy. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Excellent, sir. What's going on? Oh, just up here messing around and riding riding back to the house, and I heard you talking about the cupcakes. Now, knowing me, I'd have said, hey, happy birthday, but I brought them cupcakes for all of them. So <laughs> break them out, hoss. I should have, but, but this person disappeared. It was gone. And to be fair, Jennifer called this person after she found out that they left, and she's like, hey, what happened to the cupcakes? He's like, I don't know. I'm taking them home. And then he said he'll bring them back tomorrow, but he didn't come to work. To, that person didn't come to work today. So zero cupcakes in the newsroom, Roy. Oh, man, I love cupcakes. Me too. Mark, I was a firefighter, city of Marietta, Georgia. I retired uh, in 2001, but I was on duty that night. Now, you talk about a wild night. We ran all night long. We ran on everything you can think of. Uh, it was one hectic night, and the first time I'd ever heard or saw thunder snow. I've never experienced thunder snow. I've heard of it, but I've 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 never experienced it. That must have been freaky. We, I, I mean, you guys just were nonstop for four days. I bet right in the fire department. Well, we were just nonstop. Yes, and of course, you know, twenty four. 48 you're on 24 off 48 but the weather was so bad we couldn't let people go home yeah you had to stay we there having to run cars put chains on 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 cars inspectors cars and stuff to go get people to take them to the doctors hospitals and everything else wow great job wow. let me ask you're retired now roy yeah i retired in 2001 how's that uh, hey how's that pension doing for you you doing all right oh man the pension's great i worked for the city uh 38 and a half years that's awesome I'm making an even 40 uh, I was 58 when I retired, but my mother's Alzheimer's had gotten to where I either had to put her in a nursing home. Oh, yeah. Or, or retire, and I wasn't putting my mama. Hey, listen, that. Roy, thank you for your service. Enjoy that pension, and uh, next time I will save you a cupcake, my friend. Oh, I do, buddy. All right. Pension. Oh, I can't wait for my pension. I'm going to sleep in all day. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Whatever whatever show years. you guys have, I'm going to crank call you every day when I'm retired. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm just going to be that guy just calling in. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, we'll come back with more of your calls. We still have to get to Glenn Burns and Karen Minton, Johnny Kilbasa, reminiscent about the Blizzard of 93 and the Cupcake Wars in the newsroom. 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. This is Arthur Blank, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 836, 24 in front of 9. Mark Aram, Loti, and Longo with you till 9. Johnny Kilbasa straight ahead with a fast food review. I got a lot of calls 
Uh, we're going to talk about the blizzard of 93, and we're going to talk about the cupcake caper. But I, I want to play this, uh, at least a little portion of Glenn Burns uh, reminiscing about uh, the blizzard of 93. We heard Kirk Malish live here earlier on the show. Uh, this is Glenn Burns talking about the uh, crazy blizzard of 93. It's March 13, 1993. Channel 2 Action News was the first to warn you. Snow, sleep, and rain. And, when and several days before, I was noticing what looked almost like a hurricane on the weather charts developing out of the Caribbean, moving to the Gulf of Mexico. And I said, well, if this Arctic air that's coming down should ever meet that, it would be catastrophic here. I told my news director, I said, this, this could be unbelievable. This could be biblical proportions. And he goes, what do you mean by that? I said, well, 30 inches of snow is not out of the question in North Georgia. He said, you can't go out in the air and say that. I said, well, that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. It's, it's a blizzard. So I went out on a limb a couple of days before and I warned everybody. I said, this is indeed going to be the storm of the century. Isolating get the milk and bread. This is the big one. 30 inches of snow is very possible across northern Georgia. I couldn't sleep, to say the least. So 3 o'clock in the morning, looking out the window, it's raining. 4 o'clock, it's raining. 5 a.m., it's raining, and I'm going, I just, this is the end of my career. This is the end of my career. So I went back to bed. I tried to get at least an hour's sleep. Woke up about 6.30. I looked out the window. I couldn't see Peachtree Street. It was covered in snow, and it was blowing snow. It was like you've seen the blizzards in Minnesota or the Northeast. It was exactly that. I'm telling you all. Glenn Burns talking about uh, him and Malish both freaking out that morning when it was just rain. That's crazy, but it turned out to be 30 inches. Uh, Taylor joins us in Bethlehem. T-Bone Pickens. What's up? Welcome to the show. How are you, darling? I'm good. How are y'all? Excellent. What do you want to talk about? Cupcakes, blizzards, whatever you want. Well, I was eight when the blizzard happened, so it was the best thing ever because I was grounded, but I still got to go outside and play in the snow. Nice. And, yeah, lightning and thunder when it's snowing outside is actually kind of cool. I have never, ever experienced that. Do they have that in Montana, Chuck, thunder, snow? Uh, no, I did experience it for the first time in Missouri, in but Missouri? I, they don't have it. Yeah, I don't think I've ever I've ever experienced that. What What about the cupcakes? What What do you think? Was, it, was that coworker I, in I the wrong? I, I think it's a little gauche to have done that. Chuck, kind Google. reminds me of the scene from Office Space. Google gauche and see what gauche means. <laughs> what does gauche mean? Like gauche? inappropriate? Uh, yes. Crass? Yes. All right. I you thought know, so. Just checking. Not cool. Just not cool. All right. Thank you, Taylor. 404-872-0750-1800-WSB-TALK. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from Parts Unknown, Height Unknown, Weight We Do Not Want to Know. He is never gauche. It's Johnny Kilbasa and the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? Through rain, through sleet, through snow, through blizzards, Mark, I am covered with bacon. I am wrapped and taken. I'm wrapped in cheese and covered with cheese <laughs> any day of the week. Excellent. And I'm pretty sure that um, she misused the term gauche, right? Or gauche uh, actually means left in French, and I don't think it's necessarily inappropriate, but uh, go ahead and get your dictionaries out and right. see if I'm right or wrong Low, low T's working on it. Half day's working on it. Uh, what's on the menu tonight, right. buddy? You know what Grandma said, Mark? Two wrongs don't make a right, but three lefts will get you from the pink pony to the crystal on North Druid Hills. Amen, brother. Old go- Grandma and knew what she was talking about. <laughs> she certainly did. And today we're back there in the drive-thru, at my favorite place, Cristal, because they're spicing it up. You can get your normal crystal. You can get a crystal chick. You can get a pup. You can get whatever you want. But if you want to spice it up, they're offering crystal chipotle cheeses. So chipotle Ooh. cheese crystals. So they're, they're, that's, that's... they're opening up the freezer. They're getting some spicy cheese out. You can have the American cheese if you want. But if you want to spice it up, they got chipotle cheese and they're also putting chipotle cheese on their french fries too that's completely new i've never uh i don't think a chipotle product's ever been at a crystal location before no no it's not <laughs> i'm sorry mark it's not from chipotle it's not no chipotle no i understand cheese. i understand no i understand that but i'm saying like uh a, a product of that ilk has never been at a crystal before 
Right, yeah, it's a spicy cheese. Yeah, it's a spicier cheese, and it's just spicy enough to kick it up for you. So when you're inhaling those crystals out of a bag of 30 on your way home and you try to get six or seven of them down while you're on the road, it might, it might make you – it's not going to stop you in your tracks, but it's going to make you run a little bit slower. I'm so, with, so hungry. With the, with the spice. I'm so – I didn't get dinner on the way in tonight because I wasn't – I had, I had breakfast with Matt D. today, and I had oh. like I had like six eggs. So – I wasn't wow. hungry when I when I got up, but now I am absolutely famished, and I can't wait to go eat. And maybe I'll get forty crystals on the way home. Can I get a, a breaking news sounder, Longoria? The Mark Aram Show. Where is Hector? So we're getting the first results in from the Pennsylvania House 18 race. Um, uh, Fifty-five hundred votes in right now. The Democrat Lamb has fifty-nine point six percent of vote. Uh, the Republican Sacconi, Sacon, Chacchioni. I don't know how Johnny, you're Italian. How does that S A C C O N E, Sacone? Sacone. He's got thirty nine point nine percent of the vote. So I mean, it's very early. There's only uh, fifty five hundred votes in, but I promise I'll give you results. Dag Nabbit, Johnny Kibasa, I'm giving you results. You always give everybody results whenever they come in. You're fast as lightning, Big you, Daddy. I, I don't know if you missed this yesterday. This is not really fast food. It's good food fast, but uh, Piccadilly. Because of the Lenten season, is offering twelve dollars and ninety nine cent all you can eat fried shrimp. Whew. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Unfortunately, Longoria yes won't eat fish except on Fridays yeah, during during Lent. Lent. During Lent, that's yeah. so weird. Yeah, so you, weird. you will only eat fish. That's not part of the deal. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you, I mean, I can't eat meat on Friday, so I save. I eat all my meat during the week, so that so on you can't Friday. skip one day of meat and have fish on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no, 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 because then I have to eat it all day Friday or non-meat product. You're on, on the spectrum. <laughs> you're definitely on the spectrum. <laughs> I don't know about Does that. Does that make any sense to you, Chuck? No, I still I I've been thinking about that since yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Like I, other than you have one rule on Friday, you're right. free six days out of the week. Exactly. You, Correct. So in but, September. But why am I going to waste those other six days? It's not eating, a waste. It's fried eating, shrimp. On eating shrimp yeah, or fish. Random week me. in September. Do you only eat fish once a week no. or do you not eat fish at all? No, I'll eat fish whenever I want. Three times a week if need be. Yeah, if I have to, if I See, want to. That's, that's what I don't understand. So if I want to, but I'm insane. forced to eat it on Friday, so I just save it for Friday. You just lost star of the show right there. <laughs> I don't understand. Johnny, tell me that that's crazy. Right, that is craziness, and it, it, because we could go there tomorrow, and I think between the three of us, we could probably put that Piccadilly out of business. I agree, oh, yeah. and I eat agree. every piece of fried shrimp. Yeah, Johnny, not, how many shrimp do you think Aram can eat? They're medium sized, Johnny. They're not popcorn. They're not we'll super large. They're medium sized. How many fried shrimp could I eat tomorrow at Piccadilly? It, it, it depends. Are you going to pull that trick where you eat dessert first? Or are you going to no, 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 straight after? No, uh, no sides, just straight shrimp. Straight into shrimp. Wow. Um, I, I'd say a one-layer plateful, I would say he could get into the third plate So stopping. Give me a number, though. Yeah. How many How many actual shrimp? Well, let's see. Uh, <laughs> I'd say 12, 15, carry the one, 33. Wow. See, he says 70. Yeah, he yeah. said 70. There's no way he can knock I, out I love Piccadilly's fried shrimp, I'm telling you. I'll I'm gonna I'll do well, it tomorrow. There would definitely be a code Aram after that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Jury, right. You have to wear a week. diaper. <laughs> All right, I'll lock it up. I'll do a Facebook live of it tomorrow. I'm gonna nail 70 shrimp at Piccadilly. Oh, if you do, yeah, we should happen. have an eating contest between the three of us and see how many. Well, we can't do fish can't. on a two on right. Wednesday. We'll have to do it on, fr- we'll have to have on obviously do it yeah. on Friday. Oh. You know what we're going to do? We're yeah. going to have a, uh, a rib eating contest on Friday, so you can't participate. Oh, that would be so Oh, that is bad. Yes. That's bad. Brisket. We're going to have all the meats. Oh, by the way, uh, Johnny, you know, we talked about uh, that you, you uh, mentioned the Cuban from Arby's. Yeah, last I was week. Surprised how many people were like more people talked about that on Twitter than anything else yes. we've ever talked about so, before. So Arby's reached out to me. Yeah. They loved the review. They loved yeah, the talk. They're going to bring in uh, the Cubans, I think, on Thursday. But I should do it Friday right. now, so little glory can't eat it. <laughs> yeah. I think I might do that. I'll just call the Archbishop and see if I can do it. Yeah. See if he can get an out. Yeah. Get a day pass. <laughs> yeah. The Archbishop. <laughs> Meet him uh, tight. All right, Johnny K. We appreciate you as always, and. It's the cholesterol is high, baby. So am I. Follow me on Twitter. Listen to my podcast on iTunes or johnnykielbasa.com. Johnnykielbasa.com. All things kielbasa. Appreciate you, bruh.
Anytime, bro. All right, Johnny K. He'll be back Thursday as well. I think we're, yeah, I'll, I'll have those Cubans coming on Thursday, even though you don't deserve them long. Real quick, Karen Mitten, the Blizzard of 93, what do you remember? Well, it actually started the Monday before. I came into work. Glenn was doing evenings. I was doing morning and noon. And I'm looking at all the data, looking at the maps, and I'm, I'm looking at this, this low down in the Gulf, this high pressure, this cold air, and I'm thinking, oh, my goodness. Because Glenn, Glenn was really a great snow forecaster. I mean, he had worked in Minneapolis. He, he knew snow, and he had been teaching me some things. And I, I looked at that. I said, oh, my goodness. So I left him a note that day, and I said, Glenn, have you seen this? And he leaves me a note that night. So when I come in the next morning, I see, he said, absolutely, this is coming. We're going to get it. This is going to be huge. So every day, going through the models, looking at everything, we get to Thursday. I shop, pack the house full of whatever groceries are necessary. I have a truckload of firewood so that if the power goes out, I have a gas fire, not a gas fireplace, but a regular fireplace, so there'll be firewood. I call my babysitter. I said, you're staying at my house for the week. I don't know when I'm going to be home. Call her boyfriend on Thursday night. What are you going to do Friday night when you get off of work? He said, I don't know. I do. You're Karen Mitten. Channel 2 Action News Meteorologist reminiscing about the Blizzard of 93. We'll come back, finish up with your calls. Blizzard of 93, cupcakes, kielbasa, whatever you want to talk about. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Rest in peace, Craig Mack. This is the Mark Aram Show. Final segment of the show, Blizzard of 93, cupcakes and whatever you want. Tyler joins us in Gainesville. Tyler, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Good, sir. How are you? Excellent. What's going on? Oh, three things, and I'm going to make them quick because I know y'all are trying to get home to your families. Okay. One, I don't remember the Blizzard of 96 or 93 because I was six years old. Okay. I can barely remember what I had for breakfast this morning. <laughs> um, two, uh, Johnny Cobasa can kiss my butt because in high school I could out-eat him. But then again, I was an All-American football player, and I ran 12 miles a day and worked out six days a week. Stamina now, though. It's, it's Johnny's, Johnny's got the advantage now. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, I actually got into a pretty bad car accident a few years ago. Oh, and I no. had to, it prevented me from eating a lot now. I'm sorry. What's the third thing? Uh, it happens. Things happen. That's why they're called accidents. They're accidents. Amen. No one's fault. Tyler, I got to run, buddy. Appreciate it. Rich is up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Rich. Hey, what's going on, Mark? Nothing, brother. What's going on with you? Well, I was just heard you talking about the winter of 93. Oh, hey, Richie, what's going on, buddy? Yeah, what's up, pumpkin? Get me off speakerphone and I could uh, hear you better, you son of a gun. Okay, it's... we got it now. All right, there you go. What's going on? Blizzard of 93, you're living in yeah, Gwinnett. I just moved from California to here and started a new job, and my car was outside, my wife's car was inside. I slapped on the snow change, and I went to work. Uh, I didn't realize snow chains are illegal in Georgia. I, they are, but I see uh, last snowstorm. I saw people wear uh, wearing them, having them on their tires. Are they are illegal. Yeah, I think so. Why? Because they tear up the road. Or yeah, something? yeah, exactly. Exactly. But you got to work. That's why you're dependable. That's why you still have a. Behind me, they thought it was all great because I was going real nice with all these snowflakes. They were doing so good behind me. You know what? Growing up in Connecticut, we never once had uh, chains on our tires. But and I don't know if they still do this, but every uh, fall. My dad would change from regular tires to snow tires. Hmm. Like snow tires w- are the ones with the little studs in them. Something. Yeah. But he would do that. Like, that was a ritual. I don't know. I don't think he does it anymore. I can't imagine my dad out there changing snow well, maybe tires. Maybe he has somebody do it for him. But I don't know. I don't even think they, I think the tire technology now is better than it was 30 years ago. I don't Probably. know. Are, th- are there still snow tires? Are they still a thing? You can still get studded tires, yeah. Yeah. No, but snow too. tires. Well, whatever. <laughs> Bob's in Holly Springs. Uh, Bobby, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? Good. Uh, Mark, I grew up in Michigan, and um, I ended up in the Air Force in Texas and Alabama and had a girlfriend going to Georgia State. I move over here. I fall in love with the climate. My dad retires at 62 or 3. He's going to come down and see his son in the mild climate of Atlanta, Georgia. (laughs) He comes down. He goes down to Jacksonville while he's staying with me for a couple weeks. The day of the blizzard. He shows up for the Gate River run they have down there, which is thousands of people. It's a 15K. There's nobody there. He hadn't gotten the word. There were near hurricane force winds down there. 
he gets in his front-wheel drive Dodge van, heads north on I-75. Eesh. I'm in my apartment next to uh, Dobbins Air Force Base off Windy Hill. We got, in we got ten more seconds, Bob. I'm so sorry. He made it all the way to my apartment. <laughs> and then... In a front-wheel drive van. Unbe- good for him. Good for him. Blizzard of 93. Oh, what a night. Let's do Star of the Show. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show? Low T is uh, going to win it because Longoria makes no sense. He won't eat uh, fish on a Wednesday. Even on his half day? Yeah. Mm. I'm going to punch both of you. <laughs> Jerks. <laughs> Half day with the uh, star of the show. You had it long. You had it locked up, Longoria. You could have said, "Fine, I'll eat, I'll eat shrimp on Wednesday," but no. No. Just what about surf and turf? Will we have surf and turf on Wednesday? Sure. All right. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. All right. As long as I have, can have meat. All right. <laughs> You're a sick individual. Uh, what do we got tomorrow? Uh, I'm going to eat shrimp on Facebook Live. Nice. That's all I got scheduled for tomorrow. 70. We'll continue the conversation on Twitter at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB, and Instagram Mark Aram. In the meantime, go to sleep, a little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.